Welcome to Courtside with Kemper with Thundering Herd women's basketball head coach, Tony Kemper. Wheeler, working against Danielson, drives in, gets the floater over top of Nelson, and one, she'll go to the line. Colclaw with the left hook, got it. Kennedy Colclaw with eight of the 14 for the Herd. Three on the clock, Wheeler, mid-range, elbow jumper, good at the buzzer. Welcome to Courtside with Kemper, with Marshall Women's Basketball Head Coach Tony Kemper. I'm your host, Andrew Rogers. The Marshall Women's Basketball team is now 4-1 in conference play and 9-5 overall after splitting a road swing at North Texas on Thursday, falling 64-54 and winning against Rice on Saturday, 66-53. Andrew Rogers here with head coach Tony Kemper following a split on the road, uh, losing to North Texas and defeating Rice on Saturday. North Texas lost on Thursday. We'll start there, Coach. It uh, seemed like it was a game where you guys were never really out of it, but that North Texas seemed to have you at arm's length, maybe one run away from making that one really interesting. But just kind of assess uh, your team's performance in that game. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I think that's a pretty good assessment of what went on. They they had a pretty good first quarter. They, they made a couple shots right at the end to kind of stretch it to like seven. And then it really just stayed right at seven, ten the whole the whole way through. I, I did think we made some good adjustments um, as far as physicality and rebounding got better the longer we were in that game. Um, you know, I thought the fourth quarter was probably our best quarter, and we just didn't make enough shots to to get close enough to put some real stress on them. So they, we had we had them in a couple. Um, situations where it was like we were down seven and got some pretty good looks at baskets and just didn't make them and um, we missed too many shots at the end of the day we gave gave up too much in transition um, too many easy baskets for North Texas and then we just didn't make enough to overcome that in between games you had the extra day and then getting ready for Rice then on Saturday where were you kind of focusing more toward in Saturday's game was it more shot making okay let's try to make some more this game where was your kind of focus well, you, kind of, you really have to go – you don't have a lot of time, so you really have to try to wrap up the game on Thursday as quick as you can with maybe some little frameworks of themes that you saw, um, which I thought rebounding was a thing, especially mm-hmm. early in the game. Um, and then uh, and then you really have to progress to what, we, what you think Rice is going to do because they're obviously quite a bit different teams and things like that. So, um, you know, we thought physically we needed to make some adjustments to, to make sure that we were uh, – better on the glass and different things like that. I'm not, you know, they, Rice beat us on the boards too. Some of that was they didn't miss any shots early, so there wasn't a lot of rebounding opportunities for us. And then, uh, you know, when it when we did start to get them to miss, the rebounding numbers evened up a little bit. So some of that was on our poor defense to begin the game. We just didn't have a chance to rebound much. You kind of hit on it there, and that's what we'll go with about Rice hitting some shots early on there. But you guys hold them to three points in that fourth quarter. What changed? What worked well? Was it a matter of them just missing? You guys were in good uh, position in terms of momentum and scoring the ball offensively. What kind of changed there and held them off the scoreboard when it mattered? Yeah, I think, I mean, to start the game, they were they were just clearly pretty good at the beginning. I mean, mm-hmm. we were down 11 nothing, And, and uh, I thought that we were really steady through that period of time. I thought Aaliyah Dunham was was really pretty special all day. She kept us in it in the first half. I mean, if she doesn't play well in the first half, we're down 20. And uh, she did a great job then. And we we played long enough to to start maybe putting some stress on them defensively. And when they when they broke, they really broke um, 
you know, pretty hard for us. So did a, did a much better job of being active on the defensive end and getting the ball off of the spots that they wanted it to go to and get them deeper in the possession and, and maybe off their, their number one or number two options. And then when you can do that to teams, then that's when you have a chance to really hold them down. And, and we did that late in that game. How promising of a performance was that from Aaliyah? 17 points, I think it was an efficient 17-2, and was her usual self with seven assists. How promising is that? It seems like at a right time to getting into conference play, maybe finding a groove now. Yeah, I think I think Aaliyah's definitely a better offensive player than what the numbers and what we've seen her do. You know, I mean, it, it's just, and I've kind of said that to her, and I've said that to various media situations too. She She's a much better shooter percentage-wise than what her numbers say right now. Um, you know, is she an elite shooter? No, but she's also not, you know, I think she went one for 15 or something like that over two games. She's not that. And, and I think, unfortunately, if you're a Rice Owl, um, she, she worked back towards the, the average against them. And so it's really promising. I, I think that's been one of the other themes that I've talked about too, is that I think we're all still trying to fit ourselves together on offense and how we best play together. I think there's, you know, we have more good offensive players in that room than we've ever had. And, uh, you know, Lee, Lee had a tremendous game, scored the ball, and then, you know, you talked about her assists. She she had seven assists, and many of them were just for point-blank layups. And when you have a player that's capable of getting you, you know, five five baskets that are manufactured, but they're just point-blank baskets, that's certainly helpful to your offense. We talked about the defensive aspect of the fourth quarter, but you guys put up points there to put Rice away in the fourth quarter. I think 17 straight to start that fourth quarter. It seemed like Alexis Johnson's energy, not just, I mean, she had seven of the 17, but it just seemed like her energy maybe kind of fueled that victory, especially the strong quarter, too. I thought she was great. You know, I thought she was great. And I, I really put her in there thinking we were going to get Kennedy a little blow mm-hmm. and break leading into the fourth quarter. And and Alexis, kind of from the jump, really impacted the game. She has that ability athletically that um, when things go well for her and, and she's in a, a good frame of mind, she can really get going. And she was great on the defensive end, on the glass. I thought she changed the game. And then, um, you know, you could see her build some confidence throughout it. And, you know, it really culminated with probably the shot that ended it, which was the yep. three from the top of the key. It just put it put it very much at arm's length. And then when you have guards like we have, I mean, we should play well with a 10-point lead down the stretch, and, and I thought we did. As a coach, and we've, we, we've talked about it a lot, how role players have kind of stepped up at certain moments, how, maybe promising isn't the word, but how much of a trust now have these girls built with you because you know, okay, if I put you in in a good situation, you've got the trust from the coaching staff and from you that they can go perform and you're not really worried about, okay, what am I going to get from her in the three minutes she's out there? It seems like now you could throw somebody out there and they're going to make an impact. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that's something that I definitely appreciate out of our group is that, um, you know, I, th- I think Alexis stayed ready and that's probably the biggest compliment that, could, that I can get her. She hadn't had a lot of opportunities in that game to go make the impact that she did, but she didn't let it get her down. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember how much she played against North Texas, but her and Ari Redmond are kind of a game time. Well, it's really a feel thing from our staff. Like, which one do we feel like is, you know, is the best option to to have in there? And, and we just felt like that Lex's athletic ability maybe was a, an advantage in that Rice game, and she, she was ready to go, and she played well, and... and we do have depth that, that I think allows us to 
weather some storms. We did it at FAU um, without Kennedy finding a way to win that game down there, and so that's that's a good it's a good problem to have, especially when they have the chemistry that our group has that over there. I think they really cheer for each other. Um, I'm sure that they are frustrated at times because um, they want to be out there because they're competitive. So, um, you know, but th- there's there's a big lesson in staying ready. And when you get your opportunity, you try to make the most of it. And I think that was a perfect example of Alexis doing that. Looking ahead now, two home games, FIU Thursday, FAU Saturday. FIU's coming off a big overtime win against Middle Tennessee State. I don't think a lot of people maybe thought that would happen, but it was a low-scoring game. What have you kind of seen from FIU that – maybe allowed them to have success and get that big victory at home against middle? Well, FIU presses. You know, they're, they're kind of unique in our league. They, they press basically every every make if you're in some kind of press. So they really control tempo with that. Um, you know, they were a team that really surprised a lot of people last year. I, th- I think that I think their coach was the coach of the year in the conference last year after um, really turning them around. So they're a group that carries themselves with, with confidence. Um I can't think of her name right now, but their best player is a single player. Yeah, yeah. Nelson's fantastic. And as she goes, they go. So we'll have to do a great job on her, trying to limit her. She she plays with range, and she's also tough at the rim. So you have to you, – you've really got to do a good job defensively to hold her down. So it'll be a big challenge. And then, you know, obviously we, we've got FAU again on Saturday, which they uh, – you know, that was a – absolute battle until the fourth quarter when we just made a whole bunch of shots so I anticipate that one being very difficult as well and I think our girls are are ready for those those two challenges obviously main focus is you know get one game at a time Thursday then Saturday but kind of looking ahead there's some tough opponents on the schedule that have had a lot of success in conference play to start with so how important I mean we've talked about it a lot though getting home games in conference play you got to take care of business but it seems like to get to six and one with two wins would be very good especially with what could be ahead with some difficult uh, opponents? Yeah, I think our I think our side's very difficult, and it has been for years. Honestly, okay. I mean, Old Dominion's a, a fantastic women's program. They they've got national championship banners hanging in in the rafters, and Middle Tennessee is a traditional power in women's basketball. Charlotte, fantastic and talented, and and you, you know I think us and Western are somewhat surprises too. That you know Western wasn't quite as good last year, and you know to have us and Western also included in the group I just went through, um, it makes your side really tough. So um, we've we've gotten off to a good start, and anytime you have home games, if you're going to have a good year, you got to find a way to take care of them. So this weekend is, is huge starting Thursday. Coach, thanks for the time. Good luck. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the 10th edition of Courtside with Kemper. Stay tuned because Marshall against Florida International is next. Thank you for listening to Courtside with Kemper with Thundering Herd women's basketball head coach, Tony Kemper.